So, hello to the listeners who are tuning into the podcast. Today we have Professor David Rose with us, marking our first episode of this podcast series with the UW Marketing Association. Professor Rose teaches at the Conrad School of Entrepreneurship here at the University of Waterloo. It's an honor to have him with us here today, and we will take this opportunity to ask him some questions on marketing and hopefully provide students with some helpful insight. So first, Professor, if you could briefly talk about what you do here at the Conrad School of Entrepreneurship and what the school offers for those students who may not be familiar with that. Okay, great. Thanks for having me, Shania. Um, I'm uh, happy to be here. So, yeah, Conrad School of Entrepreneurship and Business. We offer uh, a number of, uh, I mean, in the undergrad space, uh, a number of courses, uh, business courses. I think they're uh, some of them look like traditional business courses, but uh, they all have a, an entrepreneurial flair to them. And uh, uh, I spent, before I was at Conrad, I spent quite a few years at Laurier teaching uh, in the business school. And I would say the difference between th- there and here is that the, uh, in, in any business school, they're teaching you things that you might use in the future, where here at Conrad, I think we try and teach you things that you can use now. And so whether it's your own startup or whether it's you as a young employee in a, in a company, a uh, co-op student, that we try and make the business courses uh, relevant to you rather than just a lot of content. So I've taught uh, since I started here that 100, which some of you might uh, might have taken. Uh, I think it was it used to be called uh, uh, Entrepreneurial Thinking. I'm not sure what – I think maybe they changed the name. Uh, created that with Larry Smith and Wayne Chang and a few other people um, uh, years ago. Uh, Bet 320 Entrepreneurial Strategy, another one I started that course when I came here 10 years ago. Uh, and I've also been teaching, relevant to you, um, entrepreneurial marketing. And um, mm-hmm. I've been teaching that for, for several years now. Um, so uh, we don't have our own students because we don't have an undergraduate program, but we have students from across the campus who uh, come here because they've got an interest in those things rather than, um, you know, being uh, part, of their, part of their program. So we find a pretty exciting group of students and um, helping people, I guess, understand better what it's like to uh, um, be an entrepreneur or work at an entrepreneurial organization. Right. Okay. Wow. Thank you for that. That um, Maybe we can start with what marketing is. Since this is our very first episode, we want to kind of give our listeners an introduction to what our club is all about, what marketing is. And so maybe just give us a brief overview of what is marketing to people who might not know, maybe maybe people who have, you know, different like biases of what marketing might be in their head of like maybe just like social media. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So thanks for uh, uh, the uh, the big question right up front. And, yeah. um, and so that's really um I mean, it's really a great question. And, you know, uh, years ago, I went through a whole course talking about marketing. And then at the end of the class, one of the students said, um, yeah, but, but the sales department won't let marketing talk to customers. And it was like, oh, I thought you understood. We're not talking about the marketing organization. Uh, we're talking about the marketing function and what is marketing. And so for many people, you know, marketing is that group of people who create brochures to support the sales department. Or, um, you know, marketing may be, uh, you know, a separate group that, uh, uh, you know, creates, um, you know, sort of programs and things, but sort of removed from uh, the strategy of the business or they you know they do specific tasks uh, as you say sh- social media that's one of my big concerns right now is that there's so many really talented young people working in social media and thinking that that's marketing and um, it's one tool of marketing and and some of them are very good in really incorporating you know what marketing is but in general it's not just being good at uh, at getting um, people to, to see your social social media. Um, marketing is really about understanding customers, understanding what they're looking for, understanding why they're not well served by what's in the market, figuring out, you know, who, how that market is segmented, right? So, you know, and what's the gap in the market? If there's a group of customers out there that aren't well served, what do we need to do to 
to to to satisfy them, to give them value, um, is what we're is what marketing's all about. And so and that probably doesn't sound like what most people do in the in the marketing department, because particularly in early stage companies, that's all. I mean, a lot of that's done by the founders, done by the CEO, it's done by the senior leadership. That that and, and startups. That's that's why the company exists is to is to um, is to serve that unmet need or solve that uh, that problem. So, it, it, but it's really all about understanding customers, understanding you know what they're looking for and how we can um, satisfy that need or fill that gap. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was really good. I think that um, kind of crushes a lot of the biases and uh, different understandings that people have of what marketing is. So thank you for that. And maybe you can talk a little bit more about how marketing drives revenue and because we know different parts of a business, um, like the actual product itself drives the most revenue for um, a product driven business, for example. But how does marketing drive revenue and how does that help? profit a business. Yeah, okay. And so, I mean, I think that still comes back. Let me just, you know, build on that first answer is when I hear people say, you know, we're marketing our product, I mean, they mean advertising, Mm -hmm. right? And somehow that communication. Uh, And so, but when you say how does marketing drive revenue, well, that product that you say is driving the revenue, the design of that product, whether it's a service, a platform, whatever it is, should be coming from marketing not the marketing department but the marketing concept is understanding that customer well enough to know how to d- to build that uh, that product and so um you know in the old days when i was you know uh, coming out of university we were still in that stage where products weren't good enough yet and so building better products there was lots of room for improvement and um and we used to look joke about engineering throwing the new product over the wall to marketing and saying here go and find somebody somebody to buy it but that's not the case it hasn't been for a long time now it really is marketing you know their understanding of the customer helps that product be what those customers are looking for and so you know i think you know the one one thing, and I think your later question, if I think, is about how, you know, what uh, um, students or young people can do to prepare for marketing. But it's an idea of understanding customer behavior and uh, how do people make decisions. And, um, you know, two parts of that is, you know, one is um, – uh, we live in a bubble in the university, right? We're not like other people, um, not better or worse. We're just different than other other people. And um, and second is that even within there, everybody doesn't behave the same as you. And the way that you make decisions isn't the same as everybody else does. And so that's really what marketing is about, is understanding that. So we build that product that um, that people want because we, um, we've got an understanding of, of, of them. Right. Okay. okay. So what I'm kind of getting at is that there is kind of an entrepreneurship like mindset with marketing in understanding kind of who you're trying to target at the end of the day in order to build a product or service that will satisfy that need. So, Great. So okay. you got it. Yeah, that's right. There's <laughs> um, a book called um, uh, uh, Seth Godin's got a book called This is Marketing. And actually, it's a great little book. It's an easy read, and I find it really, really interesting. But as you go through it, I'm thinking, is he talking about entrepreneurship or is he talking about marketing? Because it's exactly the same same process. You know, in in entrepreneurship, um, um, I guess when I talked about what I do at Conrad, I also, probably my biggest job is with the MBET students and uh, working on them with their new ventures. And and the first question we ask everybody with a new idea is, what problem are you solving? And, um, and and so the connection between that and marketing is that there's no marketing consumer decision model that doesn't start with problem, right? Customers have got to have some sense of, you know, deprivation uh, in order to even start looking for something. And but. We miss that often, and particularly I think with social media. You know, we 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 put our message out there, people see it, they buy it, and we don't sort of understand that thought process that it, there is a problem, there's a shortage of something, and so it's exactly the same as the entrepreneurial um, process, new venture creation process. Okay, good to know. And just going along with our questions here, 
Um, how does marketing strategies work in terms of product position, um, structure, maybe customer behavior? Maybe talking talking a little bit more about that. Yeah, so I mean, marketing strategy would be, you know, which products are we going to concentrate on? Which ones do we focus on? Which customers and, uh, you know, product market fit? Uh, you know, we talk about an entrepreneurship and problem solution fit, but where are we going to concentrate our, our resources? Um, what, and what do we need to do that? What are the capabilities we need? All of that goes into a, into a marketing strategy that says these are the customers. This is a value proposition we're going to give them. We're going to be the fastest, the cheapest, the newest, the most fun, whatever, you know, value we're going to, going to give to them. And then how are we going to do it? And that's all part of that marketing strategy. And you, as perhaps a you know a marketing coordinator or a social media person or a community manager, you know you're working on one you know component of that strategy uh, without at many times understanding the overall strategy. And um, uh, but that's you know that's sort of your role is is to get those uh, um, you know to to do whatever your job is within that overall framework. Right. So basically ensuring like what resources you do have and how you can use that to kind of build on that strategy. OK. Yeah. Understood. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe we talked a little bit more. We talked a little bit about this already, but maybe you can talk a little bit more about the relationship between marketing and entrepreneurship, because as we talked about, they do go hand in hand. But are there certain um, you know, things you teach in your classes of how they support one another or how you can go about um, maybe starting with a marketing mindset as you start like an entrepreneurship um, journey. Yeah, so I think that's my earlier point that we try and give you sort of the spin on things here uh, that you can use now, and that's in that entrepreneurial uh uh, context. Um, you know, when I was at Laurier, we were teaching marketing concepts to students and, and then wherever they went, um, the company they went to would, uh, um, give them the context for what they're working on. And that was, that was great for, for bigger companies. Um, you know, I think, uh, just about every brand that you use, um, uh, uh, consumer product, um, uh, there's probably one of my former students uh, working mm-hmm. on marketing for those products. And, and, and that's quite different than uh, than here in our, our look at the entrepreneurial side. Mm-hmm. Um, in fact, in my marketing course, I have less and less content all the time because the real challenge is applying it to your own situation. Right. And so, you know, in one class, I had some engineers who had created a uh, steam trap monitoring uh, device for mm-hmm. oil refineries. Uh, there was also somebody in the class who had a cupcake shop in uh, in Cambridge. And so right. trying to apply those marketing concepts to those uh, is really the fun part to me is, um, um, I guess, understanding to start with that customers, even though we've got all kinds of new tools and social media, customers' brains haven't been rewired. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. there's still a thought process is the same and understanding how to take them from not knowing about us through the purchase. Uh, and so, you know, that's the entrepreneurial process as well. Um, I think the other thing from a marketing perspective is that, an entrepreneurship is that kind of got three challenges. One is getting those first customers, and uh, mm-hmm. often those are you know sort of you know one at a time, and you know really understanding the local or you know our own our own connections. And then we've also got this job, which is probably more the the business school marketing perspective. Is what happens when this gets to be viral or or sort of a mass market approach. And then the big challenge is getting from one to the other. And and that's the same in marketing as it is in entrepreneurship, right? We need to get those first early adopters and how do we reach those people? And then how do we expand out from there? And um uh and I would say that, you know, it's it's, it's marketing. Uh even we it looks like entrepreneurship, but it's really I mean, it's marketing, that's what it is. And building that audience and expanding our um our reach. And then, you know, getting to that level that we can start to uh, use some different tools to reach a, a lot broader audience. 
Right. And I can imagine that there are probably a lot of like entrepreneurship ideas that involve technology with because it is it's such a growing field. So have you seen any maybe projects that your students have done in the past or currently that are, you know, technology related or something that you think customers would be interested in in our current, um, you know, economy? Um. No, no, um, not not in a uh, not in that way. And it's, I think, which you know, I, I have friends who say, "Hey, what's what's the new thing you see? Like, you know, can I invest in that?" Well, no, that's you know, we're kind of a ways off from that. Um, okay. You know, but I think you know, talking about technology is you know, think about um, you know, in entrepreneurship. Say, you know, people will talk about the problem and how big the problem is and all the people that got the problem. And then they'll start off with some small, small venture. And it's like, well, you haven't solved the problem. Why did you tell us about those millions of people that have got this problem if you're only going to solve it for a few? And so, you know, the role of technology might, uh, in, 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 in uh, entrepreneurship is really enabling, you know, building that scalable, sustainable solution. And so, um, I would say that I spend more time with people uh trying to solve problems and you know things that people are lacking in the market uh than I do with trying to take some new technology to uh to market. And so uh and when I talk to those people that have got some new technology, the first thing I ask them is who's your customer? And they say, ah, that's a good question. Uh we need to figure that out. And so then we we begin, right? And so um I, it's one of my um I wouldn't say complaints, but uh, concerns is that the university um, as a whole really publicizes people with new technology and new ideas. And we'll see those on the front page of the website or in the daily bulletin. And then when I talk to those people, it's like, yeah, technology, but we're not sure who the customer is yet. And so turning that into an entrepreneurial venture is still a a challenge, a great challenge. Okay. Good to know. Just curious. <laughs> um, kind of steering away from that, I was wondering, um, what are factors to determine if a marketing plan or a campaign is effective like within a marketing team when they're kind of in the process of um, planning a campaign? What are kind of the essential elements of successful marketing campaigns? Great. Thank you for that question. Because... <laughs> You know, back in the mass advertising days, I mean, it's still the same today. People say, well, half of our advertising money is wasted, but we don't know which half, uh, right? We're, but that comes from that idea of yelling at people and hoping that they hear us. And so, which is my concern with a lot of the social media stuff as well, is that we throw it out there and uh, and we just hope that somebody bites. And yeah. so, how do you measure success? Well, you know, mm-hmm. online, we can measure clicks and, and uh, you know, all the other, all the other pieces uh, of our interaction, um, but, um, you know, in the old days, we didn't have those measures, and so, you know, why do people buy? But from a, and so, you know, online, we can measure, but that doesn't necessarily tell us if, if we're reaching the right people or if our marketing campaign is successful. And so, really, you know, back to what is marketing, you know, is this idea of um, really a methodical approach taking people through, you know, if you think about the customer journey um, from not knowing about our product to knowing about it, to deciding that they want to buy it, to being happy with their purchase, to becoming advocates and passing that on to other people. And how do we take people through that as a uh, 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 buyer readiness stages or the customer journey? And, um, you know, I, I think we don't realize it because, you know, we might see something and buy it and, and like it. We think, oh, that's how everybody else responds. Right. In fact, you probably in the back of your mind, you've been thinking about that product or thinking about that problem. And then when you see it, you thought you just made a, a quick decision, but not really. You've been sort of pumped up for that for, for a while. And so, you know, in terms of determining the effectiveness, it's like, what did we want to do? What did we want to accomplish? And so, you know, if you've got a communication, whether it's uh, advertising or social media or going to a trade show and, uh, you know, a booth at the trade show or 
flying a banner around the sky behind an airplane. It doesn't matter. What were you hoping to accomplish? And it probably wasn't sales, right? It was just awareness. Do people know more about us, right? right. And so in an online context, I mean, if you do something, um, I mean, if you tell some people about something somehow, and, you know, if you, and, and uh, like I think, um, uh, there was a new new venture I saw pitching at Velocity a while ago, and she had um, posted a video on TikTok and got 12,000 views. Uh, well, that that seems like a pretty good, uh, right? And so, you know, so you get people viewing your, uh, you know, for first, I mean, obviously that's not enough from a bigger perspective, but just as a just posted it, and it's like, oh, people are interested in that. Um, then what do you want them to do? Um, you know, we want them to go to our website. We want them to do something. Um, and so how many of them do that? So if you told a thousand people about your, uh, new idea and said, here, come to my, uh, uh, website. Well, if, if 800 of them come, that would tell you that they're interested. Um, you know, if you then said, here, click this button, you know, for more information, uh, and only two people clicked it, it's like, oh, they're interested, but they're not interested in what they found when they got here. And so I need to right. fix that, right? And so if we can break that down into pieces and measure that response uh, and what were we hoping to do, that's how we measure the effectiveness, right? Uh, but if we, you know, if we say, well, we spent a million dollars and, you know, we got $2 million in sales, well, we don't really know what that was. But, you know, did you take people through the, uh, you know, like, what, what, what were you hoping would happen at, at each of those stages? And I talk to entrepreneurs about that as well when they say, you know, we're going to do a pilot and say, well, what, what, what did you want to accomplish? Because there's all kinds of reasons why the pilot might not succeed and you need to know that. Like maybe it was a bad day the day you launched it. Maybe, maybe you got a red background and on your uh, app and, and people don't like that or, you know, and so if we can break that down to, and the same with our advertising or our marketing plan is what is it that we want to accomplish and can we, can we measure that? Okay. So, you know, what are the essentials of, uh, uh, you know, of, a successful campaign, well, that would be it, reaching our our target market, our customers at the right time, at the right place, and getting the right response that we want from them, and and not not just sales, right? Like we need to need to get them ready. And, right, uh, right. Okay. So, kind of gauging interest and kind of putting a quantitative number on how many customers or people within that target demographic is responding to the product. Yeah. Right. Okay. And so, I mean, if you told, if you sent an email to, uh, you know, a thousand students talking, saying, come to our marketing association, uh, <laughs> a meeting, would that be successful if a hundred showed up? Well, you know, um, you know, the next thing I want to know is how are those hundred different from the other thousand or the other yeah. 900? And so then we'll start focusing on those people that, uh, that seem to be interested. Right. Well, so we're going to have to use some of these. Um, <laughs> elements as part of our marketing club as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think uh, where where it also comes in is in, in looking for a job, and um, and I find that you know most people write a resume, a generic resume. They go out looking for jobs. They see something. Hey, I could do that. Uh, you change your resume to fit uh, what the job is. You spend a lot of time writing cover letters, and then you say, oh, didn't get the job. And that's because everybody else is doing it as well. And, and so my advice on, on marketing yourself is, you know, what do you want to do? What are your skills? Uh, how are you different than everybody else? Say, who's your target market? I want to be a product manager. I want to be an accountant. I want to be a financial analyst. And say, well, you know, what value do you bring? Why should I hire you instead of uh, somebody else? Uh, it doesn't mean you're better. It means you're different. Like, what do you, what do you got? And then go out and start looking for those people. And where are they? And, you know, communicating to them rather than out chasing anything that you, uh, that you see, right? And that's, that's really what we do with marketing as well as let's identify who our target market is, what's our value proposition. And then go and find those people, um, to, um, um, to sell it to. Same with marketing associated. You've got some goal. I mean, and, and by forming the association, and so um, who who else? What value are we going to give to other people? Okay, so right. good. 
So it's really applicable in any circumstances. I feel like even for co- uh, people, students applying for co-op right now, that was a useful little tip. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, I um, um, more so when I was at um, um, at Laurier because I got I got probably spent more time with the students because they were kind of closer to me and I taught more courses. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I would see. Um, you know, the great students and, and just like there are here, um, that, um, it looked like they'd been building their career for years and, um, uh, everything they did was kind of consistent with who they were. And when they said, this is who I am, it was like, yeah, we got a pretty good picture of who you, who you are. And, um, and then I would see other students who would, uh, had nothing, right? It's like, well, what are you, what are you doing in the summertime? Oh, I don't know. I cut grass. Uh, <laughs> what clubs do you belong to? Oh, I don't. How are your grades? Not very good. Uh, well, you know, now you, you know, how do you find a job where you've got other students who have been involved, co-op jobs, all of those things. And, uh, and so, you know, the, the co-op employers, you know, they want to know that you're enthused about this and uh, you may never have been in that space, but you've done a bunch of stuff that's interesting. And so you're building up your, your uh, value proposition, right? Okay. Right. Um, talk okay. about personal brand and building your personal brand and what is it? And it's the same as it is for building a brand for a product. Who are you? Right. 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 Wow, that's really interesting. Um, kind of moving on to digital marketing, we kind of touched on it when we're, because we live in such a digital age and we were touched a little bit on social media and how that's becoming really relevant um, within marketing teams. Maybe touch on what is digital marketing and why is it so important? You know, that's almost a funny question now. Um I would say, you know, every once in a while I'll see, and I catch myself doing that too. I'll say something about flat screen TVs because, you know, I'm spent many years with, with big flat TVs. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you've probably never seen a TV that's not flat screen. And so why are we continuing to say flat screen TVs? Yeah. And the same thing with digital marketing. You've never seen, you've never lived in a time that uh, uh, digital marketing wasn't really what marketing is, right? Mm-hmm. So, so it's basically anything on the internet and, and the web, uh, anything, you know, um, digital. Um, and, um, and so, um, it's still marketing. We just got a bunch of new tools in, in my mind, right? right? And right. so, and that's what I said earlier about the, uh, uh, customers' minds not being rewired. They still think the same way. Well, we've just got so many more ways to interact with them now, and um, which is digital marketing. And and you know, he said, why? Uh, you know, why is it important? Um, um, because you know, when I was out of university, um, we didn't have all those tools. But you know, I could. Um, uh, I was selling tires. I had to work for an oil company and we had service stations and I was selling advertising tires and I'd advertise in the um, <clears throat> Toronto Star sports section because that's kind of where all the men at that time, I mean, uh, you know, they go for the sports scores. And, uh, and generally at that time, it was mainly men that were buying tires. And I know that's changed. I'm even glad it has. Um, but, you know, and I could reach them there. Um, um, but, you know, now I can't, I can't find any, you know, there's just so many different media out there that it's hard to reach people. And so, you know, digital marketing, we're getting better and better at being able to find those people, right? Whether, I mean, it start out with Facebook and being able to, you know, target people with interest. But now there's just all digital marketing allows us to really start to find the right people um, and, you know, get get closer to them rather than, you know, just sort of blasting around hoping we can find them. So, so, I mean, when we know what people want and we know where they are, uh, you know, we can start to really not, not take advantage of them, but give them things that are really, uh, are important to them and solve problems for them and reach the right uh, customers. Right. Okay. And kind of like on that same note, 
because of the you're talking about the change in digital marketing and how relevant it is today maybe talk about some other marketing trends that you are seeing currently and how do you see marketing as a whole changing in our near future yeah i guess um how i see it is um um you know, I think we've gone through, you know, we had that mass marketing era, you know, pre-digital marketing where we just yelled louder and hoped that people would, would see us. And, um, and that got really boring. You know, I said back in, the, in my early days, products needed to get better. Uh, and so you could sell things that were, that were improvements over what was out there and people really needed it. And so, you know, there was some value in what we were doing. And then once we got to the point where there was, you know, things were all good enough, all we were left with was yelling. And, um, you know, I, like we don't need Coors Light and Bud Light beer. Uh, you know, I mean, do we need Pepsi and Coke? And, uh, you know, no, I mean, um, some people, you know, there's different tastes, but in general, we're pretty, pretty well, uh, stocked. And so now, you know, then we went through a phase, I think, where we were, um, creating new products just for the sake of making new products. I don't find that as marketing. One year I was doing some work with the, uh, um, uh, new products, um, uh, Canadian new product competition. I forget what it was, what it was called. All the new products were, uh, not all of them. There were just a ton of them that were mango flavored versions of, uh, uh, products that were already out there. And it was like, that's not innovation. That's not marketing, right? right? And so, you know, and then, and we, it was really the selling phase where we were creating things and trying to sell it to people. And I really feel like, you know, now we've, We've gone through that phase where there's not many, you know, can't do that anymore. Now, I feel like we're starting to get to that, back to what marketing is and starting to really, uh, you know, connect with customers to understand what they're looking for and to give them products that really change their lives or, or help them. And so uh, and that's what I hope is is happening, that we're going to, say, get back to marketing. Uh, I think social media said we've gone through that phase where anything we did, we could yell at people on social media, uh, throw a message out there, hope somebody bites. Uh, but generally what we were we're getting there is people that are looking for something else and stumbling onto us. And so, but I think we're through that phase and now we understand uh, a lot more about how to reach the customers that we, that we want. And so I'm really kind of excited about what's going to happen from here on that, um, you know, we've kind of gotten used to all this new stuff and now let's use it uh, um, effectively. Right. Okay. That's exciting to hear. Um, And maybe, Maybe switching the gears a little bit, and now we're going to talk about more of student and career um, frequently asked questions that students may have within, who are either maybe in arts programs who are interested in marketing or taking a communications minor, for example, or just people who are interested in marketing without any prior knowledge. So for students who are interested in marketing, you maybe you touched on this a little bit um, previously in getting to understand what customers are looking for and what gaps are maybe in um, different um, industries, but what can they do to get started to learn more about marketing, um, in your opinion? So, yeah, um, first of all, be interested. Mm-hmm. You know, um, um, so much of marketing is about consumer behavior and understanding how people behave. And so just being aware to what people are doing is number one, right? Be interested. Um, and um, um, I guess next would be, I mean, technically, you need to understand what we're talking about. And, I, and that's, I think, is my concern with some of the social media things that are going on, the influencers and people who are um, thinking that they're marketing don't really understand that whole process. They understand their piece of it very well, but they don't understand the whole process. We're just understanding um, you know, a lot of the stuff we're talking about today. Um, and so, you know, an introductory marketing course, uh, not a bad idea. So, um, like my Pet 400 course, um, and comrade, I mean, love to have everybody, everybody in it. Um, I think there's still access to Business 352 at uh, Laurier, which is um, their introductory marketing course. I think there's an econ course or a, or an RBiz course, uh, introduction to marketing. And just to understand what those concepts are, given that again that they're not 
you know, I think if you take uh, uh, Business 352 or the Arbiz uh, course, then it's going to be maybe a little more generic. Um, and um, uh, but just understanding those tools, if it's um, in my course uh, here, uh, it's going to be applied to what you're working on and and or you know you might team up with somebody in a class that's working on something that would really be about applying it to that and and my my experience has been it's all easy until you actually have to apply it to what what you're thinking of but but certainly you know number one is getting the uh number one is interest number two is understanding the concept number three is so really getting good at some of those tools and so so you know being a expert at social media and um that i mean that's going to be your entry ticket often into marketing is that you can do some of those things and use use those tools um and so um i think you know building up your following on uh on social media not not for the value of the followers but showing that you know how to do that yeah. and right and so um um just yeah, being familiar with the uh, tools, those three things I think would be the uh, uh, would be the, the starting things right right now. The other piece, um, which may be a surprise, is um, um, accounting uh, numbers and understanding you know at least enough about uh, numbers to be able to calculate uh, you know. Um, um, you know, how much are we putting in and how much are we getting out? And because it's easy to build a marketing campaign if there's no numbers attached. You know, you right. can do anything. But, right. you know, you know, back to that, you know, we were talking about, you know, what's our objective or what do we want to happen? You know, we're putting some money in and we're hoping that something comes back out. And just that that relationship. So, I mean, we don't need to be accountants, but we need we, we need to be not afraid of numbers. And um, that um, I find that's. Um, surprise often in a marketing plan is that, um, or if you have a, you know, if you're working on an assignment, uh, sort of a marketing assignment, what I find is that we get somebody to do the numbers. And so the whole group will work on all the, 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 the words and then somebody tries to put together some numbers, which is actually impossible because those two things have to happen, happen together. Right. right. And, right. um, uh, so um, that certainly is a skill, I think, uh, that uh, uh, people also need. Okay. Well, good to know. I'm sure um, listeners who are interested in marketing, I hope that was useful for them. Um, and kind of moving on to more of the careers within marketing, what are some of the different types of jobs within marketing? It's such a broad, you know, um, such a broad uh, yeah. job title of like marketing manager or I know there's also like a data an analysis side to marketing as you mentioned the numbers are also important within the marketing industry what are some careers within that and maybe what are um yeah, what are just some examples that students could be interested yeah. in? Yeah, well, I mean, you, you hit on that is the uh, is the idea of the um, data science, and um, certainly that's a huge part of the uh, um, the marketing world now, and you know, it makes sense of all of that data. So, um, so even yeah, if you're not, I mean, I, I would say the one thing you don't need to be in marketing is fun and creative. Uh, right. I mean, we're not talking about advertising. We're not. Uh, um, and so, um, you know, I came into marketing myself through the data route um, a long time ago before there was, uh, you know, a lot of the tools and, and data that we have now. But that was my uh, entrance into it was as a you know, financial analyst in the marketing department. And I would say that my success in marketing um, has always been an analytical side to it. And, and um, uh, in fact, when I um, I'd spent several work terms, actually, at the same company in, a, in an, an analyst role, and then after I graduated, went back, they decided that since I was in the marketing department that I probably should go out and be a sales rep, um, more of a client manager than a than cold call sales 
and I think it was a joke. I think I think they all had a bet on how how quickly I would fail in that job. And, uh, uh, in fact, it went very well. And part of that again was that sort of methodical uh, analytical approach to it. And um, and actually, the joke was I ended up back in a great uh, sort of customer facing role and. Um, all my friends were saying, how did you get that? You got the coolest job in the company. And I said, I have no idea how I got this job because I'm the, I'm the quiet, uh, analyst. And, uh, so, so that certainly is a, is a great role. And I think you'll see, um, brand manager positions at all of the, all the consumer packaged goods companies. And, um, you know, and I think they tend to be, um, you know, a lot of they come from the business schools, and you know, Laurie is very good at uh, turning out those kind of uh, brand managers. But you know, you mentioned you know communications, and uh, you know, a lot of my students when I was there were in communications, and uh, you know, it's um, you know they start from that approach, but still learning the overall marketing concept. And so, yeah, you're not going to be developing new products if you want to be in communications, but understanding how that communications fits into that. Um, that, that program. Uh, there still are a lot of jobs, even though the people that are making those brochures aren't, and I mean, not physical brochures anymore, but, but the people that are making those things, there's still lots of those kind of jobs, right? It's just that that's not totally what marketing is. Mm-hmm. I think, um, you know, the other place where um, that's really um, over the last, you know, while has become a lot more of an entry level spot is in sales. Um, whether that's uh, inbound or outbound, and um, um, and it's interesting that a lot of the companies hire um, business grads for those entry level sales jobs or entrepreneurial students because you understand how to solve problems for for the customers, and mm-hmm. so that certainly is a um, I think a, an entry spot for a lot of people, um, and um, um, so it's not you know. It's not driving around in a flashy car and trying to sell people stuff they don't need. It really is part of that methodical process and, uh, you know, developing leads. And, uh, um, you know, there's that side as well. You know, I mean, product side is uh, is there as well. If you're an engineer, I mean, developing those products um, is still part of the part of the marketing process. And I, I think um, the question about what are the – Fields of marketing is sort of the same as entrepreneurship, where, you know, where do we fit into this? And uh, um, so um, back to my original point, it's not in the marketing, it's not even necessarily in the marketing department, right? right. But, I mean, we want to be part of, those of us in marketing want to be part of something uh, about delivering value to the customer, and mm-hmm. whether that's uh, in logistics or in uh, you know in product uh, mm-hmm. or in uh, sales, those are all or or analytics, right? I mean, those are all part of that marketing uh, piece. Right. So there are really a lot of different components within the marketing industry. It's not just you know communications manager or product um, manager. Yeah. A lot more. Yeah. Right. And so, I mean, back to your earlier point, what, what is it that you can do uh, to kickstart your career? Well, it's understanding how all of those fit into um, the uh, into, into marketing and, and what is your role and how does that fit in there? You know, I um, for a number of years, I uh, owned a full service gas station and I had a whole bunch of high school kids working for me. Great guys. And that place was busy and um uh, I um, um, learned more about consumer behavior standing there watching customers at the gas pumps and watching the interaction with my employees than I have out of anything else in my life, right? And just understanding how that how that works. And so, you know, being a you know making yourself a student of consumer behavior uh you know not in the academic sense even as just as much as how do people make decisions how do they like watching people and um um you know i highly recommend you know a part-time job in a retail store a restaurant those kind of things that just as you know getting that sense of how to how do real customers behave 
Uh, it's, it's pretty easy to slip into a uh, little bubble here where you're around a lot of talented people, technical oriented people, um, and uh, not you know really understanding how how the uh, um, how the outside world behaves. I had a uh, I posted some pictures on Instagram uh, a while ago of some things that I wanted my extended family to see, and. Uh, I sent them a note and said, hey, because it was some things I had that they might might want. And uh, it came back from all of them. Uh, no, we don't we don't have Instagram. We don't don't uh, use that. So I wasn't too surprised at the people that are my age that uh, didn't. But then their kids didn't. And so, you know, one people, they found that one of their granddaughters knew how to use Instagram. And mm-hmm. uh um, and so, you know, while we think that everybody is on the leading edge of all that technology, in fact, there's a whole world out there that, that aren't, right? So just understanding those kind of, uh, of things. I don't know if you have an iPhone 15 uh, <laughs> Plus Pro, whatever it's called, but um, you know what? There's not very many people in the world that need one of those. And, right. uh, and there's not many people that have got one out of the whole, you know, um, uh, world. But, but where we live, uh, we think that everybody's got one, right? Right. So right. It, it's kind of that, like, bias of thinking that everyone is kind of in the same position as you and is living the same kind of – the world exactly. that you're living is kind of copy-pasted everywhere. Yeah. Um, so I, I often tell new venture people, I, I'm not in your target market. You know, if you think everybody wants it, I don't. I don't have any problems. You're not solving mine. So now you figure out why that uh, why that happened. Right, um, right. You know, one of the other questions I ask is, uh, you know, one of the other faculty members here, Wayne Chang, he's kind of an early adopter of new technology, and he always gets his classes on Slack right away and always looking out new new tools. Uh, I'm not interested. And so <laughs> I, I, you know, I said, you know, think about why is Wayne an early adopter and I'm a laggard? I'm not interested in that stuff anymore. And and so we look a lot alike. I mean, mean, everything about our life is pretty similar. And Mm -hmm. and why is that? And so, again, same as you and your, you know, your cousin who didn't go to university. uh, You know, what do they have? What's their behavior look like versus uh, versus yours? Anyway, that's. um, That's what you can do. (laughs) Okay, Um, and maybe. You kind of touched upon this a little bit, but maybe you can share your personal experience in the field of marketing, maybe where you kind of started off, kind of mentioned um, the store that you were managing um, and what you kind of liked and disliked about it and how you're a professor right now. Yeah, so that's, um, yeah, how, how long do we have? Um, <laughs> But, you know, I started out in, in uh, when I was in uh, high school working in a in a drugstore and just seeing the customers and how they how they behave. Um, then you know I was in math a math student at uh, here at Waterloo and uh, was a very analytical and, and just by accident I was in the marketing department which led to that uh, stint as a you know several years in marketing um, and. Um, uh, and really, I was—I mean, I was into the fun side of marketing, and uh, um, as, as well as the analytical side. Um, then, for for a few years, I had my own uh, my own business, and uh, that was—you uh, know—sort of that on the street. Let's see what's what's going on. I also worked for a company, um, Mosaic Marketing. I'm not sure if they still go by that name or not, but. Um, Part of my time there was on sort of field level marketing and, you know, setting up uh, uh, promotions, field promotions for Pepsi or those kind of companies. Um, and um, uh, and so seeing how, how those things, you know, how they fit into company strategy and also um, you know, their you know, response from customers. Uh, but my main job there was in the mystery shopping department and uh uh and setting this up with empl- companies and understanding what what they wanted to measure in their employees and and you know back to this methodical uh this is what's supposed to happen did it happen and um and so that was a um a very interesting as well just to understand that uh, that thought process mm-hmm. um i've uh, um I've worked for a um an online organic uh, 
beauty product company. Uh, and um, as a young couple, we're growing that and went through a couple of rounds of financing and, and trying to get customers and understanding that was really where we got into that online. Um, you know, if we uh, spend a dollar on customer acquisition, do we get uh, $2 back in value? Um, and um, so that was another whole different field. Uh, you don't know me well enough or you would have been laughing when I said online organic uh, beauty business because People find that uh, an odd place for me to be. Um, <laughs> and um, and so then my time at uh, um, Laurier was really, um, you know, working with students and uh, teaching marketing and seeing what was going on around and talking to people. And um, and so uh, that was really a learning, ex- learning experience. And then here, being able to... Uh, um, worked with so many students again and just all these, um, uh, new ventures and how to, you know, how do they, and I think the same thing as, you know, I'm not an expert on any of those, uh, fields, but being, being observant, knowing the right. framework, trying to be, you know, methodical. How do we put these pieces together? Um, is, uh, has been really, I guess, hopefully my contribution to, uh, um, to the students and, uh, and helping them better understand um, how they can market their products. Right. Wow, that's really interesting. You have a lot of, it seems like you have a lot of um, experiences under your belt and kind of that led you to kind of teaching students and like the next generations yeah. of what marketing is and kind of helping them um, gain insight in their entrepreneurship journeys. So that's really cool. Thank you for sharing. Um, and that is the end. Um, thank you so much for spending time with us today and sharing your insight and experience with us. I know that students listening gained a lot from just listen, tuning in today. Um, and I'm sure we can have you back on for another episode, maybe more in-depth um, of a marketing topic that our listeners are more interested in. Like you said, we might do a little bit more um, customer research and understand kind of what our um, members are looking to hear more about. And, yeah, hope to hear yeah. from you soon. Thank well, you. Well, that's great. Thanks for having me, Sean. It's been a great, uh, lot of fun and uh, a real privilege to, uh, to talk to you today. And, um, and I'll look forward to that. Um, I would also say that, you know, I'm always happy to hear from, from anybody. And so uh, if you've got some questions, um, or, um, you know, you're working on something, I mean, I'm always happy to, uh, happy to talk. Okay. Thank you okay. so much. Thank you, son. Okay.